All right, so now we get to talk with Mountain Butoric, and he is the Catholic traveler. He's talking to us right now from, from Rome, so he is true to his title. He is the Catholic traveler in Rome. I know that you grew up in the Atlanta area and lived here for several decades. So then how did you become a guide for Catholic pilgrimages to Europe, Rome, and the Holy Land? So, yeah, I am from Douglasville, which is just west of Atlanta. And I guess to get to the part where I started leading pilgrimages, you actually have to go back to uh, my conversion story. Excellent. So I was raised um, pretty much nothing. Uh, My dad, when he was in school, he went to a Catholic school. Right out of school, he tried to enter the seminary. And this was, I think, in the 50s in Chicago. And they were full at the time, so not something you hear very often anymore, but they were full, so they said, come back next year. And so he did what, you know, any teenage boy would do at that time. He left the church Mm. and uh, concentrated on his music. And so um, he got pretty popular in the Midwest. Mick Jagger and uh, Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones, they came to see him play. Um, But then he got laryngitis. He was the singer in his band. He couldn't sing for a whole year, so he ended up moving to Atlanta. That's where I met my mother. And my mom, she was raised uh, Church of God, but kind of really nothing. Um, so then I came along, and we continued to really not have any faith at all. And then one day my mom came home and said, we're going to be Catholic. Hmm. And so I was like, all right, okay, Mom, whatever you say. I was in high school at the time. And so we started going to RCIA together, my mother and I, and that was at 8 a.m. on Saturday mornings. So you can imagine how enjoyable that was for Mm -hmm. a teenage boy. I didn't enjoy that at all, Uh, but I learned a lot. And so we came into the church, well, I came into the church on that uh, Easter vigil, Um, but it didn't really take. We kind of stopped going to church for a while, and, you know, once you get out of the habit, you kind of fall back into your previous habits, so we didn't go to church for probably a year or so, and then um, one year at Christmas, I bought my mother kind of this gag gift. It was an icon, Our Lady of Perpetual Help, and it was kind of a joke because when I gave it to her, I was like, remember that time you made us become Catholic? Ha ha. Um, But when she opened it, it changed her. She felt like, you know, that was God calling her back into the church. And she said, that's it, we're going to be Catholic, we're going back. And so we started going back to church in Douglasville, and that was at St. Teresa in Douglasville. Um, And then around that time, we started going back, we got a new uh, seminarian, when he was just ordained as a deacon, and you had him on yesterday, Father Augustine Tron. Mm -hmm. Um, So he was on yesterday evening, and uh, so we really hit it off. He became a great friend of our family, and... um, helped us learn about the faith. And then a few months went by, and he invited me on a trip to Rome, because he studied here in Rome, Italy. And I had never traveled internationally before. I really had no interest. Um, But I was like, sure, I'll go to Rome. And so I came to Rome with Father Augustine. And one of his uh, apostolates here, so the seminarians here in Rome, they have jobs they do. And his, he was a guide for St. Peter's. And so, you know, he had a lot of training and what was around Rome and what happened where. And so it was really a great person for me to travel with. 
And so having him as my guide for that week in Rome, I fell in love with the city um, so much so that when I got home, I quit my job, I bought a one-way ticket, and I came back to Italy. Mm. And I stayed here until I ran out of money. Um, But that's really what kind of got me started on the path of pilgrimage because I fell in love with just the idea of travel. I started helping friends and family plan trips abroad. And at one point in 2005, I went to my parish priest and I asked him if I could put a pilgrimage together. And he said, sure. And so that was my very first trip. And I just wrapped up my 126th group pilgrimage. Wow. And yeah, so that's how I got started. Wow. Wow. That, you know, and, and share with us maybe some of them. The, the things that have happened along the way that have gone from, from that very first trip until trip number 125, there has to be a tremendous amount of, of really special ones, ones that stand out from all the others. So I'm going to let you think about that for a minute, and I'm going to give out the phone number uh, to call and make a pledge, 678 688 Four five four nine. We are waiting for our first phone caller of the day. Come on. You know, we love all of our callers. We especially love that first one who gets things going. And, and that's really what we need right now is for somebody to call and be the first caller with a pledge of any amount. If you can give on a, a monthly basis, then we have some gifts to send to you. We have holy cards for everybody. Please just give us a call at whatever amount that you can give. We're trying to get this $1,200 match that was put up to us by Kelly, and uh, they would like to give us that money. And so we would like to, to take advantage and get $1,200 called in as well. They told us that we could use the money however we wanted to, and we're using it to, to entice others to, to call in as well. So give us a call right now so that we can take advantage of this $1,200 match from Kelly. Number to call again, 678-688-4549. And we are talking with Mountain Butoric, and he is the Catholic traveler. He's currently in Rome on his 126th trip. Is that right? Well, I just finished my 126th trip, but I actually live in Rome. Oh, you live in Rome. So from, okay. Okay. Yes. All so right. from, from Douglas Hill, just west of Atlanta, but I've been living here for five years. Excellent. Okay. All right. So, so you just finished your 126th trip. Any really memorable times through, through those 126 trips? There's a ton of memorable um, experiences that I've had. You know, my first trip, I was not experienced at all in travel. I'd never organized a group before. Um, so I made a lot of mistakes. You know, I got lost a lot with the people um, but, you know, it kind of helped me learn, um, what to do and what not to do. And so some of the things that I did on that trip, some of the restaurants I ate in, some of the guides I used, hotels I stayed in, I'm still using 13 years later. So I did get some things right. Mm-hmm. Um, but one story that I'd like to share is, um, cause I was talking about it with a friend last night, but I had this one pilgrimage, um, a few years ago. And there was a guy on the trip who was, he thought that maybe he was being called to the priesthood. Mm. Um, but he was a pharmacist. He wasn't, you know, in any sort of formation. Um, so when the trip began, he mentioned to a couple people that if I meet my bishop 
on this trip randomly, I'll know that I'm being called to be a priest. And so one of our first meals, we show up at a restaurant, and sitting at the next table is Cardinal Burke from St. Louis, which was this guy's bishop. Wow. And so he went over and spoke with him for a bit. Um, But then he came back to us and he said, all right, that was too easy. If I meet Pope Benedict, this is when Pope Benedict was called, if I meet Pope Benedict, I know that I'm being called to be a priest. And so he was just, you know, trying to make it more and more difficult, trying to fight that calling. Um, A couple nights later, I got the group tickets to a concert that was being held in the Vatican for Pope Benedict. And so he was uh, one of the guys who went to the concert. He was standing on the aisle. When Pope Benedict came in, he literally walked right up to him and grabbed his hands, and then he went and sat down. And so after that, uh, this guy, his name is Chris, he said, okay, if I meet the Pope again, (laughs) I know that I'm being called to be a priest. And so... On the way out of that concert, Pope Benedict came up to him again and grabbed his hands. Hmm. And so now he is in seminary, yes. and he is going to be ordained a deacon uh, within the next couple of years. Um, but that's, that's pretty amazing, just that, you know, from one of my pilgrimages, we have, you know, a potential vocation that's come out of it. Yes. Um, so, and I just thought of that story because um, a guy that was on that trip was with me last night and we were talking about it. Uh-huh. But there are a lot of stories of um, conversions and reconversions. I've had a lot of people that, you know, that might be a plus one, so the spouse of someone on a trip or a friend of someone on a trip who they're not Catholic, but they come on a pilgrimage. And even though they participate in everything, you know, they're not Catholic, but they start to see, you know, our faith. And... So I've had a lot of people that have come into the church just because of things that have happened on pilgrimage. And then I've had even more people who have left the church, but, you know, again, coming with, you know, a spouse or a friend who is Catholic, and they get to Rome, and they're like, oh, I see what I've missed. And um, so they want to go to confession, they want to receive communion again. And so that's, that's really powerful for me because, you know, I get to have these experiences through them and even though it's just a small part that I'm playing in that, it's, it's very humbling that, that I can do that for these people. Yes, yes. All right, so we have an update here on the board, and it's pretty exciting news because somebody from St. Teresa Parish called in and made a pledge, and they said they know you pretty well. <laughs> so you can oh, say thank you mom here. exactly thank you mom thank you for calling in and being our first caller of the day so thank you very much for doing Thanks, that mom and dad yeah so so i hear that there's kind of maybe a funny story to how you got the name mountain and since we're talking about your mom maybe it's a good time to bring that up uh well she asked me not to tell the story but i will oh, oh well um, then please don't it's okay <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm going to tell it because I tell everybody. Okay. So uh, my parents, they were both, as I mentioned, my dad's a musician. Um, my dad, I mean, my mom had a music store, so I was raised in the music industry. And my parents, they were a little on the hippie-ish side <laughs> when I was born. And then they, they became more uh, punk rock. But um, when I was born, they wanted something different, a name that was different. And so my name 
Lillian Mountain. That's my name on my birth certificate. Um, but And this is the part that my mom doesn't like when I tell. But if I was going to be a girl, uh, one of the names that they considered naming me was Fascination Breeds. Mm. Good thing you were yeah. a boy, right? Um, yeah, good thing. And and an only <laughs> child, yes. At least Mountain is in the Bible uh, quite a bit. So, yeah. And then when I take people to Holy Land, um, you know, the whole time we're in the Holy Land, everything happened on mountains. And so yeah. I'm kind of, I, I kind of think maybe God was leading my parents into that direction. You know, give your kid the name Mountain because someday he's going to be taking people yeah. to all of these holy mountains and Plus, it makes for good stories on pilgrimages. Yes, absolutely. We're at Mount Caber, where the Transfiguration happened, and we had mountain with us. So. Right. How how fun! What a I what like a fun it. sound, fun story. I really appreciate you sharing that. I hope your mom appreciates it as well. So, thank you very much. All right. So, I'm going to give out the number again: six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine six seven eight six eight eight. Four five four nine. You know, I was just given a note here. It says, our business sponsors love the quest. This is a great way to promote your business for only $100 per month. Get over 115 second spots a year. So if you would like to advertise your business, all you listeners out there, if you would like to advertise your business on Catholic Radio, it's not really advertising. You're kind of underwriting a program. But you get a 15 second spot 100 times a year for just 100 dollars a month so give us a call plus it's it's uh you're helping catholic radio it's it it's a win-win right here so give us a call at 678-688-4549 you'll get more than 15 spots because if you call in at a hundred dollars a month i'm going to be telling everyone to support you because you supported catholic radio during this pledge drive so you'll also get a whole lot more spots while we're all in the air for the pledge drive so please just give us a call they'll talk you through it they'll help you to understand what you need to do we also have the the giveaways of the sacred heart and the immaculate heart prints for all monthly donors um if you can call in you know i I like the dollar a day club the thirty dollars a month club if you most people i went to quick trip this morning and picked up iced tea i've been been craving it since i got here i got some it cost me a dollar 39 i can give up that that iced tea and give it to catholic radio and help with that instead so so give us a call 678-688-4549 at whatever level that you can give at you also get into a drawing for the echo dot if you uh, call in at each founder level. So give us a call as a founder, and we're going to be drawing out for the Echo Dot. All right, so enough of the the advertising right there, or the the begging, I suppose. And let's get back to this wonderful interview with our guest right now, which is Mountain Butoric. He is the Catholic traveler. You've mentioned several times that you take people on pilgrimages. So can you help us to understand what's the difference between going on a trip, and going on a pilgrimage? Well, when I started the Catholic Traveler 13 years ago, my goal was to help people um, explore our faith through travel. Um, And I was wanting to do that three ways. One, by going on pilgrimages with me. Um, The other was uh, 
for people to travel on their own because, you know, when I started out, I did a lot of travel on my own, and I think it's important to explore on your own. It's, it's very, it's, it's a nice way to travel because you can do things at your own pace. And so I've always provided on my website, on my blog, a lot of resources for people traveling on their own. So, you know, I tell people my favorite restaurants, my favorite churches, um, give people the papal calendar so they know how to see the Pope. And so I've always shared all that information freely because if people are like I was um, when I was starting out and they want to travel on their own, I want them to have, you know, as good of an experience as people get when they travel with me. And then kind of the, the third leg to that was I wanted people to be able to experience our faith through travel from home. And so I've always shared everything on social media. So a lot of uh, photos and videos, um, not just to encourage people to travel, because I know that it's not really an option for some people, whether it's, you know, financial or health or fear. Um, not everyone can travel, but to be able to give that to them, um, you know, through social media, that's been a big part of my business as well. Um, but with a pilgrimage, you know, you're, and, and my trips maybe are different than, than some. We, we try to have a lot of fun throughout the pilgrimage. So, you know, a lot of good meals, a lot of um, good experiences that aren't all in churches. But we have Mass daily. We pray together. Um, we visit all the sites that are important to our faith. And especially with, when it comes to the Holy Land, you know, we see where all of these things happen that are in the Bible. And it, it really makes, a pilgrimage makes our faith tangible. It makes it more real. We can see, you know, where the saints lived or where they walked or, um, you know, where, where Jesus lived and where the events took place that are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it um, more important than a trip is that you have a way to explore the faith. And it's not just about getting photos or um, showing that you've been somewhere. It's about actually, you know, walking where everyone has walked before you. Mm-hmm. Very nice. All right. And so where, what website should people go to if they would like to, to explore going on a pilgrimage with you? So my website is thecatholictraveler.com. And there I offer not only my group pilgrimages, but now that I live in Rome, I also do day pilgrimages. Hmm. And so um, last year I had 500 people. And so these are people that are traveling on their own or in some cases are actually traveling with other pilgrimage companies or other um, secular tours, but they're not getting, you know, the full experience of Rome. And so they booked me to show them around for the day and, um, again, it's the pilgrimage aspect. It's going to churches. It's going to mass, confession. Um, and so last year I had 500 people uh, just on my day pilgrimages. And this year I've already had 800 people, and we're only in October. Wow. Um, but that's become a very important part of what I do because, you know, not everyone can take, you know, two weeks off for a group pilgrimage, but some people can come over for just a few days as part of a family trip or um, I have some people that are here for conferences and things like that, but they want to see the Catholic faith in Rome. And so mm-hmm. we visit, you know, churches that are important to uh, the saints. We visit the seven pilgrim churches and that was something that was set up by St. Philip Neri, where you visit uh, the tombs of some of the most important churches in Rome. 
I do um, also a, a day pilgrimage where we visit relics associated with the life of Christ. So, you know, he was never here in Rome, but uh, thanks to a few popes and thanks to uh, St. Helena, Constantine's mother, we have a lot of things from the life of Christ here in Rome, such as part of the manger, part of the cross, um, some of the crown of thorns, uh, the spear that pierced Christ's side, uh, the scourging pillar, the stairs that he climbed when he was condemned to death. And so that's that's something I get to bring people to every day. And I do uh, sometimes two of those a day, six days a week, um, getting to show people around Rome. Wow. That, so that's all. Yeah, that's... It's a rough gig, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a very rewarding gig, but oh, it, is, it is a lot of work. I mean, yeah. planning planning pilgrimages. I mean, it's basically event planning with a you know, focus on the faith for you know, up to 30 people for a week at a time. So Yeah, and I did not um, mean to minimize work, that. And, yeah, I didn't mean to no, minimize no, no, the work in it. any way. It. <laughs> it, it just, yeah, I, I'm thinking, wow, what a job. You know what? Of course, I love my job. I love being on these pledge drives. So, but, you know, going and looking at, you know, where where Christ actually walked, where where he resurrected from, it just, I what a what an amazing thing, and to be able to share that with everyone. All right, so I want to give an update, because right when you were talking about St. Helena, they started typing that Helen called in with a $200 one-time pledge. There's no coincidences in this. So so we are well, we are thankful to Helen who called in and said that she had been on eight pilgrimages with you and that you are an excellent guide and to pray for your mount pray for mountains continued success. So we would like to do that right now and and thank Hel- Helen and thank all of our our other we have another donor who is Lynn and he's a knight from St. Teresa and he's challenging all the other knights to make a pledge and he made a one-time $50 pledge he's challenging everybody else to call in and make a pledge with all of those called in so far we are at $550 called in we're trying to get to to $1200 in order to turn that into $2,400 for Catholic Radio through the generosity of Kelly, who's giving us that matching pledge. So please give us a call. We just need $650 more to turn it into $2,400. The number to call is 678-688-4549. And we want to say a prayer for Mountain right now. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we we pray in thanksgiving for Mountain and and for him being on the radio with us today and for leading all of these pilgrimages and and doing uh, your work and bringing others closer to you and being a a wonderful evangelizer by taking people uh, on on trips that that really bring them closer to you and so so we are grateful, Lord, and we ask uh, your blessed Mother as well to wrap her beautiful mantle around Mountain and, and hold him close to her immaculate heart and, and really give him the, the peace and the, the love and, and increase his faith so that he can share it with all that he encounters. We ask this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so again, we are talking with Mountain Butoric, and he is the Catholic traveler, and he is from, he is living right now in Rome, Italy, originally from uh, the Atlanta area. And uh, so we've been talking about all of his pilgrimages. You can go on his website and find out more information at thecatholictraveler.com. We would also love it if you would call in and make a pledge, 678 688 
4549. We have Immaculate Heart and Sacred Heart prints for you. They're 8 by 10 prints. Beautiful uh, that you get if you are a monthly donor of any amount. If you call in as a founder, you get your name on a plaque here at the studio. Forever you get bragging rights that you were a founder of Catholic Radio. Everyone gets, I think it's all the founders get into a drawing for the Echo Dot. Um, lots of things going on. All of our volunteers can tell you all about all of the giveaways. The main thing is that we just really need your participation. We want you to be part of a team. All of a sudden, when you start giving to Catholic Radio, first of all, there's a lot of grace that comes from donating to Catholic Radio because of the evangelization tool that it is. It really touches hearts and changes lives. And so by donating to that, you are participating in that evangelization. And so we would love it if you would give us a call, 678-688-4549. But when you do make your first pledge, it goes from being the Catholic radio station to being my Catholic radio station. And so we would really love for you to give us a call. And I think Carol has a, you have a message that, no, okay. I think she's going to correct something. She's trying to tell me something about this Echo Dot that I'm not getting right. So, so uh, she's, it, is it just for founders? Okay. So every, let make sure I get this correct. Every founder gets an Echo Dot. Every founder gets an Echo Dot, and everyone who donates gets in a drawing. Everyone that calls gets, gets, in, gets into a drawing. But or if you're a founder, you get it automatically exactly. without the drawing. Okay, all right. So now I've got it straight here. Okay, so everyone who calls in as a founder at $100 a month for 36 months gets an Echo Dot. And everyone who calls in with a pledge of any amount gets in a drawing for an Echo Dot, and we're drawing one each day. So if you want to participate with that, then give us a call. The number to call again is 678-688-4549. And we've also had some online donations, thequestatlanta.com. We've had Jason and Jeff and Jean and Mike and Catherine and Georgette and Susan, who have all called in online. So we'll get, we're at $1,064. So we are now just 130, I don't know how we did that, that odd thing but there, but we're off uh, $136 away from being able to get this $1,200 match. So can you be the person who calls in with $136 or more? Anything will help us to get this match. So give us a call. Kelly will give us the, the additional. It'll be added to the operating budget as soon as we get this other $1,200 called in. We are talking with Mountain Butoric, and he is the Catholic traveler. He is currently living in Rome, but originally from the Atlanta area. And we are grateful that, that you've taken some time to be with us today. Do you have a a favorite place that you like to travel to, and why? Well, um, that's a difficult question. So I love Rome. Um, that's you know why I live here. Um, so then Rome, my favorite place to visit is the Scala Santa. Um, and so those are the stairs that were at Pontius Pilate's Palace, mm. and they were brought here by St. Helena. So these are the stairs that Jesus climbed when he was condemned to death. He went up them first, and then they sent him down, and they did the scourging. Mm. And then he went up the stairs again, all bloodied, and then that's when they sent him off to be crucified. So he went up and down the stairs a few times that day, but St. Helena brought them 
here to Rome, and they originally, uh, when she brought them here, they originally led it to the Pope's private chapel. And then, um, so, but about 400 years ago, they were open to the public, and what they did was they covered the marble steps, there's 28 steps, they covered them in wood, and they allowed the faithful to go up on their knees. Mm. And so, it's a very powerful experience because, you know, especially Americans, we're not used to like a painful penitential thing, something like physical pain. Um, but going up these stairs on your knees, you know, it might sound simple enough just going up on steps, but the wood on the stairs is 400 years old. Mm. And so it's become warped. There's some splinters that stick out. And so it's a very painful experience. Not too painful that people can't do it, but it lets you know that you're definitely on your knees. Um, but as people go up, they can meditate on what Christ was going through, and it's not, you know, it takes away some of that pain. But um, those stairs is, that's that's my favorite thing in Rome because of the experience that people have. So as I mentioned, I brought 500 people just on day pilgrimages last year to Rome, and so I always go up the stairs with them mm-hmm. and... You know, I've had people that, again, not Catholic or maybe they were Catholic, but they left the church, but they still want to go up the stairs. And a lot of people, when they get to the top, they're in tears. And it's not because it was painful, but it's because, you know, they're thinking about what Christ did for us and knowing Mm -hmm. what, you know, when he went up those stairs, he knew what was coming. Mm -hmm. And so just seeing that in people, the change that it has in people, that's what makes it my favorite thing in Rome. Um, unfortunately, for the last year, they've been closed, so they're doing some restoration of the frescoes that are above the stairs, and so they've had the steps closed. Um, so I look forward to when they reopen. That should happen in January. But that's my favorite thing in Rome. Um, you know, one of my favorite cities in Italy to visit is Assisi, um, just because it's such a peaceful place. It's you know, you you really experience what it was like when Francis was there because a lot of the buildings that are still in Assisi are from the time of Francis. Um, some of the churches and chapels, they were around when he was there. And uh, really the best thing about Assisi, though, is staying overnight because so many people day trip there. And so, you know, by 4 or 5 o'clock, all the tour buses leave and the city just gets quiet mm-hmm. and... It's just an amazing experience. I love it um, for many reasons, but actually I proposed to my wife there mm. um, so that it has kind of a, a special place in my heart for that. Um, and then just a couple of years ago, about three years ago, I started taking people to the Holy Land. So not only to Italy, but also to the Holy Land. And I really love taking people there because it just, it opens up the Bible. Mm. Um, and it's something that, lasts for years because, you know, people will visit these sites in the Holy Land where Jesus walked, where things happened. And, of course, they have an amazing amazing experience while they're there. But then, you know, throughout the year when you hear uh, the readings at Mass, so daily Mass, Sunday Mass, and you'll hear, like, a town mentioned, and people are like, oh, I was there, I know what that was like. And so I get people all the time that have traveled with me, and they'll write me and say, oh, today I heard you know, such and such mentioned in the readings at Mass, and I remember when we were there, I know what it looks like, I know what it sounds like, and, mm-hmm. you know, even what it smells like, and and so that's, 
that's a place I really love to take people. Mm. Um, and so just over the next year, I have nine pilgrimages that I'm leading to the Holy Land. Wow. So, I mean, there's so many people, so many places that I love. It's hard to pick a favorite because they all have favorites for different reasons. But those are probably my top three at the moment. Excellent. So I'll ask you another question, and then I'll stop and give an update and and, uh, give out the phone number again. My next question would be, is there a Catholic destination that you haven't been to yet that you'd like to to take people to, and and why on that one as well? So I'll give you a second to think about it. Number to call again, 678-688-4549. And... uh, Dana just gave us a hundred dollars, and she is from Saint Teresa too. So there must be some connection with Saint <laughs> Teresa with you. So we'll talk about that too. Um, and she asked us to pray. We're still getting it in here. It's being typed into Google Docs. We we use every penny, nickel, dime correctly. Um, we wanted to go for the mission of saving souls, which is what all of our donors are donating for. So we really don't have a lot of of uh, fancy things here. We're using a Google Doc, and they're typing it in the other room so that we can. See see it in the room that we're in so it's it's a, a very effective way of getting the updates but they typed in that dana gave a hundred dollars she's from saint Teresa, and she wants us to pray for the conversion of her family so mountain would you be comfortable in leading us in the next prayer did we lose him mountain are you there uh-oh i think we lost the the connection. So we'll try and figure that out. And I'm going to go ahead and, and say the prayer for Dana and then give out the phone number. So in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. And Lord, we, we pray for, for Dana and for the conversion of her family and for, you know, just whatever whatever challenges that, that they have going on, Lord, you know what they are. And and we ask that, that you just you just bring her closer to you and, and keep her family closer to you and and uh, just really bring them into the faith of the the one true faith, the one that was started by Christ and the one that, that we all are able now to participate in and, and bring Dana and bring her family into your fold. We ask this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so we have Mountain back on the line. A little bit of te- technical difficulties calling in Sorry from Rome. Oh, no. <laughs> Who knows what happened there? So so we are we are grateful that you're back on. And, and uh, again, the number to call, we're still doing a little bit of praying, a little bit of begging, and the number to call is 678-688-4549. The update is that we're at now $1,164. So we are just $36 away from getting this $1,200 goal. And then Kelly adds $1,200 to the operating budget, and it becomes $2,400 for Catholic Radio. So can somebody call in right now and give $36 or more? $36 or more. And Dana said that she is texting all of her friends to alert them that that we are on Catholic Radio. So thank you, Dana, and and please continue to pray for us, and we'll pray for your family as well. Again, the number to call, 678-688-4549. Take Dana's lead. Get on social media. Text people, email people, get on your email groups, send it out wide that, that we're doing the pledge drive and that, that this is really the time because 
Quest Radio is completely listener supported. And so the money that we need to keep it strong in the Atlanta area comes from each of our listeners. And so now is the time during this pledge drive is the time to, to really give us your give of your treasure. Give of your treasure. That's what it amounts to. I I promise you that that you can't you can't go wrong because I'm telling you the graces are abundant. Once you become part of the team, once you're part of the family, there are going to be all kinds of things that happen where people come up and say, hey, you know, did you know about the new Catholic radio station? And th- this happened, you know, and, and, you know, we have people that are saying that they came back to the faith after 35 years because of Catholic radio. People saying, I interviewed a couple once who said that it literally saved their marriage. They would have been divorced this last year. They are now happy. The wife calls it uh, newlywed 2.0. Newlywed 2.0 is where they're at because of Catholic radio. All of these wonderful things are happening because of the graces that flow through Catholic Radio. So can you be part of helping those graces to flow? And you know, our next update now, Mountain, is we get to ring the bell in your honor because we got a $50 pledge from Michelle. So woo! So Kelly has, yeah, he's got a bell. Listen to that. He is awesome. He's awesome. I didn't need to bring it in his honor. (laughs) It's a what? A wine bottle? (laughs) A wine glass. Ah, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. When in Rome. When in Rome. Do as the Romans do. Excellent. All right. So we are at $1,214 called in so far. Plus, we have that match of $1,200. So we keep trying to do this mountain, and we're hoping it's going to happen on your watch because we had $2,000 to give away $100 at a time. And we've only been able so far to give away $700 of that. So we have 13 of those left. Let's do all 13 before we get to the 9 o'clock hour when Mountain goes off. So a pledge of any amount right now gets $100 added to it. If you call in with $5, it becomes $105. If you call in with $100, it becomes $200. Whatever amount you have $100 added to it. If it's a monthly pledge, then it, it's times times 12 and $100 is added to it. So give us a call, 678-688-4549. We are talking with Mountain Butoric, and he is the Catholic traveler. He lives in Rome right now and is originally from the Atlanta area. You can find out more information about his pilgrimages by going to thecatholictraveler.com. And uh, so I think I asked you, where have you not visited that you'd like to, to go to and why? So something I would love to do, and you had mentioned to take a group, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I would want to take a group, but I would like to do the Camino. Mm. Um, so that's the the walk across Spain that leads to the tomb of um, St. James. And it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time just because, you know, it takes about a month, um, several weeks at least, and... I think it would be a very nice uh, thing to do. It would be a lot different than what I've done in the past as far as, you know, Italy or the Holy Land or Ireland. Um, so I am, I'm actually taking a group in May uh, on a trip from Fatima to Lourdes. So, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, from Lourdes to Fatima, the reverse. And we're going to do one day on the Camino, which is nothing, of course, but uh, just to give people a little taste 
Um, but I think that the Camino is something that people should do um, either on their own or with, you know, just one or two other kind of like-minded people. So I don't know if it's really a good experience for a group to do a whole month or several weeks together. But I think that it's something that is definitely should be done um, if people can take the time and have the abilities to do that. So that's that's something that I've never done. I've never set foot on any part of the Camino, but I would definitely love to do that at some point. Mm. You know, and and tell us a little bit more about that. I have some friends that that went on it. A bishop who's a friend, and and he went with with some other people, and and they they walked it, and and it was just it was very powerful. So so share with us a little bit about you know when you say the Camino, it's in Spain, it's a long long journey, but tell us more about the significance of that. Well, I don't, I don't have, I haven't done as much research as I should probably, um, but it is a pilgrimage walk that people would take uh, to basically the end of Europe to uh, Santiago, and it's something that, you know, at the beginning, there's a lot of mountains coming from France, so it's very difficult uh, physically, and then it kind of it stretches and flattens out and then it's a little more difficult mentally. And then by the end, you kind of, from what I've heard, you, you know, you, you're kind of in the right mind physically and spiritually and you're able to, you know, meditate on, on the faith. And that's just something that's always Mm. appealed to me. Um, I did have, I had a friend actually, uh, again, tied to Atlanta from Regina Shaley Academy um, someone who's gone on one of my pilgrimages, and right after high school, right after he graduated, he and a few of his friends did the Camino, and what they did was they traveled to Spain, and when they landed, they had no money, and the idea was that every day they would work just enough to make enough money to eat and to sleep, and then the goal was that by the end of the day, they had to spend all of that money, mm. so for 40 days... They had to earn all the money they needed for the day and spend all the money. Mm-hmm. And that's the style of Camino that I would like to do and also why I don't think it would be good for a group because, you know, you're you're working just for that day and you're living for the moment and in prayer the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that's, mm-hmm. that's something I would love to do at some point. So a personal goal for you. Yes, personal goal, for sure. Excellent. Okay, so again, we're going to give out the number. We are adding $100 to everything that's called in right now. I think that it was Barbara. We'll have to check. I think it was Barbara that we were using that. Yeah, Annie's saying yes. So we had $2,000 in the beginning. We've given away 700 of it, $100 at a time. So we still have 13 of those left. So can you give us a call? Any amount that you call in, $100 will be added to it through the generosity of Barbara. The number to call is 678-688-4549. It would be really wonderful if we could just get, boom, 13 calls really quick, $100 added to each of it. It will make such a difference for Catholic Radio. It really will. So please give us a call, 678 688 
Four five four nine. We are talking with Mountain Butoric. He's the Catholic Traveler. His website is thecatholictraveler.com. I'm being told that, that you organized a pretty special tour for a little boy named Peter Lombardi and his family, and it, it kind of went viral, I'm told. So can you share with us a little bit about that? It did, yes. So um, this was uh, in March, I believe. I had uh, one of my day tours, had booked the day pilgrimage, um, a woman named Brenda Lombardi, and she had booked a few day pilgrimages with me while she was in Rome to see the churches with her family. And the first day that we were scheduled, uh, something happened. Um, one of her kids was sick, and she said that, you know, they had to postpone to the next day and asked if I could, you know, help them out. And... Uh, so I gave them a tip of where to go for a, a hospital they needed, like, some medicine or something. And she mentioned when she had emailed me that her, her son had Down syndrome. And that the next day they were going to go to the audience, the papal audience, and then after that maybe we could meet up for the, the audience or for the, for the tour. And so I said, you know, let me see what I can do, and I'll try to get, us, I'll try to get you, you know, close to the Holy Father for... Uh, the audience. So the, the papal audience is something he does every Wednesday um, when he's in town. He uh, he comes out, he drives around the piazza, and then he goes up to um, you know his chair. He does a little, basically a homily. They do a reading, and that's translated into several languages. Um, but you know, some days a hundred thousand people show up, so it's very crowded. But I wanted to to help them, and so um, I contacted one of my friends who is actually married to a Swiss guard and I said, hey, I have this family in town and their son has Down syndrome and it would be great if we could get them, get him close to the Pope and maybe get a blessing you know, directly from the Holy Father. Of course, the Pope does the papal blessing at the end of, at the end of every papal audience um, but, you know, as he's driving through the piazza, if there's a baby he'll usually stop and kiss the baby or something like that. Um, and so my friend was able to get us in through the Swiss Guard barracks and into the front row of the papal audience. Mm. And so, you know, while that doesn't mean that the Pope is going to stop and, you know, and bless, his name is Peter, uh, his name is Peter, um, it does mean that, you know, they at least have, they have, they have a good seat for the audience. But as the Holy Father came out in his Mobile, he stopped uh, right in front of us, and he asked his security to, to bring Peter to him. And first he did, you know, what, what he always does is a kiss on the head, a little sign of the cross. But he actually invited Peter to ride in mm. the Pope Mobile, um, which, you know, is amazing. Like, that's not something that happens every week. Um, so, uh, you know, his family, they call him Perfect Pete. Um, but they let him into the Pope Mobile, and he got to do the entire drive-by because we were at the very front row in the very beginning of, of the papal drive-by for the audience. And so for about 15 minutes, Pete was in the Pope Mobile with the Holy Father as they were driving around the piazza. Uh-huh. And um, what I really loved about it is that as far as Pete was concerned, everybody that was there was for him because they were all cheering and clapping mm-hmm. and they were throwing things into the Pope Mobile, rosaries, flowers. Yeah. Um, at some point, somebody gave the Pope a balloon and he turned around and gave it to Pete. And so Pete was holding this balloon as he was driving through. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, just a, an amazing experience for this family. So he, he had Down syndrome, or he still does, of course, but he has Down syndrome, but he was also diagnosed with leukemia. Mm. And so his make-a-wish, and what kind of makes this so cool, was that his make-a-wish was that he could get a kiss from the Holy Father. Mm. Um, and, of course, to make a wish, people said, you know, we can't do that because we can't guarantee anything like that could happen. Um, so his backup wish was a lightsaber duel mm. with Darth Vader, which, which they were able to grant. Um, but it's just, it was amazing that he was able to get, you know, both of his wishes. And for me, just, it wasn't so much the experience for him as it was the experience for his family, because I was standing beside him, you know, as they put him in the Pope mobile, and I, I wasn't looking at him as much as I was looking at his mom. Um, mm. Just the look on her face, and she just started crying because that's such a powerful experience to have, you know, your son after you've been through so much. And she's just the most humble woman. Um, you know, it was all about him, but, you know, for me, it was about her and his brothers and his father uh, just seeing what that meant through their eyes. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, it, the video totally went viral. Um, there were interviews through, you know, major media outlets and, um, of course, Catholic media as well. Mm. Um, but they were doing uh, things with the Today Show and, you know, ABC, CBS, uh, WGN from Chicago. They're from you know, the Midwest. Mm. And it was, it was definitely, you know, it's one of the highlights of, of my career was to be there for that. Yes. Oh, what a what a beautiful it does bring tears to your eyes. I can only imagine how how Mrs. Lombardi was was feeling cuz wow, that what what a tremendous gift uh, for her. More so even than yeah. than for Peter for yeah. for her, right? Um all right. Well, Definitely. again, we are talking with Mountain Butoric and we just have about 3 minutes left with him and so the time is just flying. I want to make sure we give out his website again, thecatholictraveler.com. We would love it if you would would go to his website if you're considering going on some kind of a pilgrimage. It sounds like he has a whole lot of Are you open to ideas if somebody says, "Well, it's not on here, but this this is what I want to do. Are you open to that? Uh, if I have time, sure. I'm pretty busy. Pretty busy. Uh, but yeah, yeah so, um, but all of my trips, all my pilgrimages, they're open to anyone with the exception of school trips. I do a lot of school trips as well. Yeah. Um, so those are only open to students. But um, so all of my trips to Italy, to Ireland, to the Holy Land, uh, Fatima and Lourdes, they're all open to anyone. And then my day pilgrimages, of course, um, I have a few that, that I've put together as kind of starting points, but I do a lot of custom work as well. So people that have been to Rome a lot of times or if they have a devotion to certain saints or want to do a certain thing, um, I'm always up for customizing things for people. Excellent. All right, so thecatholictraveler.com. If you would like to go on a pilgrimage with Mountain Butoric, the Catholic Traveler, um, then go to that website and find out information. But if you would like to help Catholic Radio, the number to call is 678-688-4549 or go to thequestatlanta.com, thequestatlanta.com. You can make a donation either of those places. We are next hour... We are not going to go to regular programming with Teresa Tamio. We're going to have the privilege of having many of our 
faithful volunteers come in and, and talk about why they put emphasis on Catholic Radio and take of their time and take of their treasure in order to support it. So that's what we'll be doing next hour. We'll be going to a short break, but we want to to quickly give Mountain about two minutes, Mountain, to to tell us anything that we haven't discussed so far that you'd like our listeners to know. Um, I would just like people to, I would like to encourage people to, at some point, go on pilgrimage. So it doesn't have to be with me, it can be on your own or with other pilgrimage companies. But just the changes that I've seen in the 126 pilgrimages that I led and, you know, the probably over a thousand day pilgrimages that I led at this point, I think it's really important to um, our faith to see, you know, where Jesus walked, where the saints walked, to experience these things through your own eyes. And that's that's really that's what I get out of these pilgrimages as well, because, you know, I take people to the same churches and the same tours all the time. But what I get out of these pilgrimages is seeing what it does for other people um, to travel with people through their eyes. So even though I've done things many times, um, when I have a group with me or a family with me, I get to experience those things through their eyes for the first time. So, you know, the first time they see the Holy Father or the first time they have a, one of my favorite meals in Rome or the first time they experience Mass in St. Peter's or the first time they walk in the footsteps of Christ. So I think that, you know, if, if you have the means that it's definitely important to, to travel, to, to be able to experience all of these things, but also to, if you can't travel, to, you know, just follow along and, and, see that these sites are real sites, you know, the places that Jesus walked, they really exist. They're not just words in a book. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I would like to, to this, just to encourage people to travel and to experience our Catholic faith. Excellent. Okay, so we have been talking with Mountain Butoric. He's the Catholic traveler. He lives in Rome, takes pilgrimages. TheCatholicTraveler.com is his website. The number to call for Catholic Radio, we're going to a break. The number to call is 678-688-4549. Thank you to Jason, Jeff, Jean and Mike, Catherine, Georgette, Susan, Michael, Helen, Lynn, Dana, and Michelle, who all called in during this hour. Praise God for each and every one of those. And can you be the next one? Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mountain. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to break. All right, six, thank you. Six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. 